0: Welcome to this new episode of Let's Tell Joe that's episode 10 Welcome Laura Scaglione
1: Hello everybody
0: Laura is a good friend of mine and also my Ex-teacher if you want to say but it's still mentor because she's an english teacher uh, Precisely she teaches in english in um, in likata <clears throat> and uh, yes welcome to be here it's a pleasure to be here
1: joe it's always a pleasure to spend some time with you you know
0: right i know that just yesterday uh, we had a very interesting uh uh discussion in psychological a... lesson i would say yeah well <laughs> i wouldn't go that deep down but surely it was it was kind of interesting to see uh the questions and um and the answers of of your uh, of your students, which I was happy to be somehow involved in the in the teaching uh, and in the lesson yesterday
1: the guys really enjoyed it really they what's up with me about that so they were very happy to have really? it, so yes wow that's good that's uh, good yeah uh, I, they I, told I... me that I mean it was like a psychological lesson <laughs> because really. <laughs>
0: Well, I guess that uh, in uh, in the way I I grow myself somehow I involve that, and uh, yeah, I mean you can see all that all the books there. That's that's their fault. It's not my fault, <laughs> right? So so yeah, I I think that I wanted you to be on Let's Tell Joe because you have a really interesting way of teaching, and uh, I I've seen that your students also have. A, a different approach with you, like uh, it's. I never saw such a connection, and uh, if you wanna say almost like friendship between
1: yeah, your
0: yes. students and uh, and you, which is unusual if you think about like the school system in general. There's always this kind of barrier. Uh, how do you do that? Like, is it always been this way? Like.
1: Yeah, basically, it's always been this way because I cannot imagine myself as being the traditional teacher behind a desk, teaching them, just giving notions and asking them back from, I mean, the the notions that I've told them. Um, I think that learning a language is much more important than learning grammar and vocabulary. In fact, I would say that I'm totally an unconventional teacher because... um, um, times have changed and we have to change altogether with the times uh, change that's yeah, a good thing absolutely
0: well just to clarify like yesterday because you mentioned the psychological now yeah. people are going to think what the <laughs> hell happened in that class <laughs> I want to say that um, well Laura called it the Jotivational because uh, we talk about Jotivation which is correlated to motivation somehow which is the way I, I talk about uh, personal development and somehow Yesterday I asked the, the students what were their fears, because I knew that in there there are uh, really uh, talented people, but sometimes um, they just fear the, to do a little bit more, or to push a little bit further to, to become better and to really uh, like show to the world what they're able to. So I asked them what were their fears? And uh, Well, the, the answers curve, were the, the answer were change.: Yeah. A girl said change And I mean the other were Pretty common such as the fear of failure The fear of uh, rejection I said The fear of uh, uh, What was the other Um, Uncertainty I think Uncertainty so And then I showed them how basically Confidence is the, the Key to solve this fear And to almost forget these fears And how the two are correlated So that's the case when, uh, when you, you help them in well, the conversation. You know, yeah,
1: but conversation is essential because conversation brings to communication. And if you're an able communicator, you can communicate in every single language. Well, probably not the best if it's not your own language, but you can work on that. Because really learning a language is much, much more than just learning words and grammar and whatsoever. Because somehow, Italian students have English in their minds. Why do you think so? How do you know? Because uh, they learn it at school. But at school, they never ever put the stress on communication. Because the teachers usually don't have an interest on students. Oh, right. So Um, you say
0: like in the public schools, they have this... Standard method. This basis, if you yeah, want to call, but yeah. they don't really use it, or no. they're not uh, stressed, as you say, to to really use it and uh, and actually like implement it or if even I'm love bad. it.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, I have to say something very very bad about Italian society. Italian society is the society of posto fisso that cannot right. really be translated well in the full time
0: I think it's uh,
1: it's not really full time the posto fisso is the one it's like given the, by the, the government it's the,
0: it's the government uh, that pays you basically the full time job but that you hope it will last the whole of your life So it
1: will because posto fisso you cannot it, be fired yeah. from that So as soon as you get it, people are not really interested in working anymore. And actually in learning new skills and add value to their lives. That's Um, a really
0: good point, actually.
1: Because their salary is guaranteed. So if they work good or if they don't work good, I wow, mean, they're going to be paid. We're
0: just taking a challenge, like, in society and and <laughs> connected to such a very specific topic, which is learning English. So, basically... Absolutely.
1: I don't want to say that every single teacher yeah, is like yeah. that. A disclaimer.
0: We're not talking about uh, the whole of Italy. We're talking about maybe the majority. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Absolutely, yes. Um, so, um, if you just become more curious about your students, you will work better. And, yes, trying to create a sort of link between you and your students. It's extremely important. Because as soon as you get to know them and their patients, you can start talking about their patients, for example, and just to set them at ease so they really can enjoy the lesson and enjoy the learning. The learning process will be totally, completely different. Yes. If they're not motivated enough, well, that might be a problem. You have to find the motivation and does it work with all the students no it doesn't i don't want to say that i can make miracles because but, it yes but exactly it well it
0: works but let, let's let's go a little bit back and i mean you have uh, uh, you're now running uh, an english school an english club if you want to say yeah um call it uh, lord Byron education which you can also follow on instagram and uh but you are associated for example with the uh, trinity yeah so do you think that Influences the way you teach to to your students and by the way oh. it's it's a twenty five years uh, uh, knowledge and uh, and experience that you have which uh, you somehow implemented it took to the next level um, from what uh, your mother started also interested in teaching english
1: well i'd say that it is a family tradition <laughs> yes well um... Trinity College London is a certification board. So the students, after all the lessons, all the months, all the time we spend together, they have to do an exam. And if they pass the exam, they're gonna get the certification. The certification somehow forces me to work on something
0: specifically, specifically. to achieve that yeah, specific yeah, results exactly, that are example. the requirement.
1: Mm-mm. And that's good, because you can keep your focus on that. And I mean, you can measure it somehow. Exactly, exactly, yes. And if they are going to do the exam, uh they'll be somehow more motivated to study and to improve until the very end of, of it, I mean. Right. So I think it's right. I mean, there are some people, usually well, let's say, elderly that decide not to take the exam because they don't care about it. They don't really need a certification. They just want to learn. They just want to yeah, be part exactly. of,
0: uh, of the family. Exactly.
1: Somehow. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, but somehow I've seen that it's better whenever you're taking the exam because in the long run, it will work better, let's say.
0: Well, I have two questions for you. This is yeah. more like uh, looking at the micro and the micro. Like, do you think that being in a in a small town, because you're from Likata, it's a it's my birth town and your birth town, mm-hmm. um, it's like no more than thirty uh, k people, and uh, I mean the yao are uh, limited compared to the bigger scale. Yeah. But do you think that influences um, the way and the and the and the typology mm-hmm. of uh, of people that come to you? like what happened if you had a, a bigger uh, volume of uh, of people and uh, and staying in the same question do you think that uh, that's the case that in public univers- in public uh, uh, schools you have because the teacher man- this teachers manages, manage so many uh, students that's why they l- they lose their quality and the focus on uh, on like each specific uh, student
1: well obviously the place you're living somehow influences you but i also try to work uh, on i would say on a broader scale because um when they come one of the first question i make them is why are you learning english and a lot of them tell me start with why that's a good uh-uh. point um a lot of them tell me because of work because then Cannot find a work if they don't speak in English. Can find a job, yeah. Um and uh, others say because they want to travel and they're afraid of traveling because they cannot communicate. Others say just for personal culture, which I don't really believe it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And others. Maybe in that
0: case, it's just for fashion. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Because you know everybody wants to know English and that's and they're usually the worst students. Some others say me that they want to start learning English because of their family connections. Because, for example, I I have a fantastic 75-year-old woman who has been studying English for yeah, four man. years now. Yes, wow. 75. Can you believe that? Wow. And 75,
0: um, they, and, and she's actually, uh, I guess, she's learning and she's, she's having learning,
1: progress. She's learning, yes, yes, wow. yes. Um, Because... One of her daughters, he's married to an Englishman, and they're living okay. in England. So she, want,
0: she wants to be you know, able to communicate. Part the family, yeah. She wants to be left behind. Exactly, wow. yes, yes, okay. yes. Learning English to not be left behind. Exactly. That's, uh-huh. that's like a super
1: motto. That's great. That's great, really. I mean, uh, it's, it's amazing to see that even if you're 70, you don't give up and you want to learn more. Yeah. Because a lot of people, when they enter in their 40s, they just tell me, I cannot learn anymore. That's not true. That's not true. And that's the proof. That's the proof. Yeah, absolutely. You Um, should get
0: a testimonial from this lady because this is amazing. Like, I wouldn't (laughs) expect that.
1: Well, actually, one of my... Thank
0: you for sharing that. No,
1: you're welcome. One of my best students has started learning the English when she was about 50 years old Um, and she was extremely smart to just totally, um, I mean, getting into the system and I've brought her to a C1 level after seven years. Um, I can say that she has been one of my best results ever because...
0: Uh, For the transformation that exactly, she went through. Exactly,
1: exactly. It's very easy, let's say, work with teenagers, well, let's say kids, teenagers, because it's, they're going to they're gonna change. They're going to learn That's, anyways. Yes, yes. Uh, they're going to change somehow, I mean, uh, because of their age, but with adults, let's say it's different because you have already grown up no, you um, have already like
0: systematic beliefs exactly. which is hard to, yeah, to, to, to broke exactly. and, and create new
1: and it's great uh, when I see them that they are motivated enough uh, because uh, I was able to bring them abroad I was able to show them something different from their reality I was able to take them out of their comfort zone and see that there's Anything wrong? And there,
0: and there's, there's a new world exactly. apart from what exactly. they were learning before. Yeah. But actually, you're taking a really good point, which I wanted to ask you. And is that traveling affected the way you, you teach your students mm-hmm. and uh, and they learn? Like, what do you think is the it's, role it's of traveling? It's all
1: about traveling. Well, I can tell you my stories. I mean, so my parents were both English teachers, and they are still great travelers. So, when I was a kid, we used to travel a lot, and I saw them able to communicate, and I wasn't because I couldn't speak in English. So, I said to myself, I'm gonna be better than them.
0: Wow. <laughs> it was a bet. I-, I cannot imagine you without speaking in English, <laughs> I must say. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was very young, let say. <laughs> and that was all about traveling, actually, because I could see with my own eyes that if you're able to communicate, you can learn much more from the other cultures. Absolutely. Um, English is a um, language that can be used really everywhere Anywhere, in the world. Yes. Yeah.
0: Because like anyone now, in cities and the, in and the, uh, vacation centers, they all somehow talk in English. Yes. So they can communicate Absolutely. with the with the travelers and the, and. And spread their knowledge or their mm-hmm. cultural behaviors and, uh, and biases, which is great. Like, when I was in India, I was actually surprised that... In India, um, everybody speaks in English. It's incredible. Like, well,
1: they used to be a British colony. So. Yeah, that makes
0: a lot of sense. Uh, mm. But I didn't expect it. Like, I must say, I didn't expect it. Uh, but I was they, able to they
1: really have a bad English but it's okay yes I mean. they have they have a really uh, they
0: have a really typical uh, accent, accent yes. but and, which is distinguish them between Absolutely, any yes. other country in the world yeah uh, but yeah I was surprised they, they could really speak English I mean not 100% of the population no, no, but, no, uh, no. but like uh, 65 of, of the people yeah. I, I met for sure
1: well that's incredible on how like Poor countries or countries that used to be developed poor, countries, yeah, yeah, well, developed themselves and also languages developed. For example, um, I mean, the, in Europe, the part that used to be communist, so the Eastern Europe, mm-hmm. like Poland, Czech Republic, Slovakia, they all speak in English, and that's unbelievable yeah. that in Italy something like that hasn't happened. Why? Right. I mean, and I think that we have to blame school and the government as well, because things must change.
0: Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Actually, I was, um, I was reading about the, the chart. I mean, I was looking at this chart. Uh, showing that Italy is it's one of the, the least. It's <laughs> one of the least countries in the in Europe yeah. to speak in, to speak well in English. I mean, that's a shame somehow because it is. It is. I mean we are capital of culture and uh, and we've been uh, we created history somehow. Yeah. We can proud ourselves so much, yeah. but at the end of we the have
1: day, we an civilization. Right now. But how
0: come? How come? Like, what do you think is? Well, if you, if you be uh, the Minister of of Education, what would you do, Laura? Like, Mm. I'm really curious to know, I never asked you this question, but I think it's key today to hear (laughs) it. Like, what would you do? Like the first thing, like you sit on the chair of the Minister of Education. What do you do?
1: Well, I'm not a politician, so...
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're a teacher.
1: Yes, but I would put the stress on the knowledge of the teachers and really change something. Because, um, so I can tell you that as soon as you get out of university, you don't really know English enough. I mean, somehow you do.
0: You talk about universities in Italy.
1: Yeah, universities in Italy, yeah. Um, I think that's the best way of learning English is to travel. Absolutely, it's something that teachers never
0: ever the, do. So they also their the accent is not so. If you want to say, isn't
1: oh, it? Oh, do yeah, absolutely. Um, I, they have
0: an academic English, which uh, is exactly, yes. which is not the the real spoken English. If you want to say,
1: absolutely yes, and they never learn because they believe that they've learned enough. Mm. and their knowledge is that I mean so we have to do something more and not just work on books for example in my school I never use books I don't care about books I don't need books so all my knowledge is in my mind I just in the
0: whiteboard that's it you and mean like uh, as, a, as a curricula that, to follow that maybe <sighs> yes I mean which like books like what do you refer to grammar books for okay. example
1: in Italy um especially in middle school well let's say middle school and the first two years of high school Mm -hmm. all students do is grammar and they do a lot of exercises and blah 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 we're quite good in spelling because we write a lot but we never talk we never speak we never communicate um well so my students can actually talk i mean they speak
0: in Wait, english so so you're saying that instead of having so much of grammar focused uh, curricula you should have instead the, 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 ch- the, the children to be able to talk and, uh, yeah. and first of Absolutely. all get confident yes. in, yeah. the, in talking yeah. and yeah. speaking yeah. And, and afterward adding, uh, yes. adding the grammar well and the
1: because the um, four linguistic skills are listening, speaking, reading and writing mm-hmm. you cannot do writing, that is the last one, if you've not done enough listening right? because it's like when you're learning, you're a newborn and you have to learn your language. Yes. You don't learn to write if you cannot speak. So first is listening, then speaking,
0: Absolutely. reading and writing. I'm so 100% with you. I think that there is a process in education. There's a process in mm-hmm. learning. And uh, well, I believe there's a process for everything almost. Absolutely, yes. But I think that makes a lot of sense. It's like when you want to build something, you have to start with foundations. Like you cannot ask the children to, to put... To, to to have all this grammar knowledge before even being confident in, uh, Absolutely in, yes. in speaking out loud in English and be confident in, uh, in changing the, their, uh, their language part mm. of their brains, if yes. you want to say, and, and, and talk.
1: That's code switching. In Italy, people are not able to code switch their language. while well, code switching is something that has to come totally naturally to you.
0: But it's, it comes down to neuroplasticity. I was reading that in one of, uh, one of the books. Uh, called Superbrain from uh, uh, Deepak Chopra uh, and another uh, neuroscientist. They were talking about this neuroplasticity, which actually should be trained in order to always be healthy uh, during times. And I think that I read somewhere else that uh, neuroplasticity refers to this ability to have your brain flexible enough to change a language uh, to another. So that maybe is the one thing that children... Uh, At a younger age, when they really are still developing, should be trained for, and then as a foundation for for whatever Mm -hmm. is knowledge that is coming next, and probably that's gonna help them to learn even the other um the other uh what do you say?
1: Let's say (coughs) ages.
0: Well, maybe more. They're gonna learn more the the other uh, teachings, the other um skills, the other skills. How do you translate materia? The other, <coughs> subjects. the other subjects. Yeah, I'm, yes. I'm still learning. You're still my, my English teacher. No yeah,
1: not. Come on. <laughs> um, yes. Well, and basically grammar helps you whenever you don't have the fluency. Because if you know grammar, that you're gonna be able to literally build the structure of the language, and somehow it helps. But we have to look more than that. I mean. Because fluency is the first thing that we really have to put the stress on. So, interactivity, interactivity
0: listening, that's that's what... uh,
1: Don't pretend the traditional lesson. So, um, for example, flipped classroom is... Have you ever heard about that? Never ever. Flip classroom is quite interesting because the students become teachers.
0: Right. Um, so it's like a reverse mentoring. Exactly. And mm-hmm.
1: um, when you have to teach something, you learn much more. Well, that happened also me. I started teaching as soon as I got out of university and I was quite good with English, but I didn't know any skill about teaching. Um, mm-hmm. So I improved myself during the years, I can say you learned as yeah, well yeah, you learned yeah. to, to uh, teach the and make reverence ends. Never, ends. Yeah. never never tell yourself i'm done oh, i mean yeah. you it's always me. a work in Yeah, absolutely also because languages change during the time oh because
0: right? it other ways that's the mistake that uh, many teachers in the public sector and uh, and in the school system uh, have made saying that uh, that's the system we we need to teach and and believe that's that's right when it's not if you think about that it's uh, like the, the school system can go back like 1960 but only in the last 20 years yeah. we, we mm-hmm. had we have apple we have technologies yeah. that are wow. completely changing the way we look at the world mm-hmm. and we live in so probably they they need to to also question themselves to um
1: also well you you suggest technology That also helps, because usually people are interested in technology, so give them the right tips to use technology in the correct way. For example, well, let's say watching YouTube videos. It's extremely helpful, especially for children, because children keep on watching YouTube videos forever and ever. Because um, they, so, they
0: grab their attention And they have this visual mm-hmm, Slash audio yeah. uh, Effect on them it, So it's easier for them to learn
1: And So, well, I've seen that uh, With the kids That use more YouTube They can have a better English And a better listening They can really understand everything I mean, and that's amazing And um, Yeah, you know, I was Also yeah go on please also like the older ones uh, I always tell them don't watch an entire movie because mm. you'll be bored. I mean it will be very boring
0: but watch maybe a short TV video TV
1: series okay. years that they can really help so
0: alright oh, so you have this uh, momentum that you, you, you like you have all this uh, information then you somehow process it and mm. you go back there so that you have this learning curve somehow
1: but the learning process really is a mental one. You have to build the sentence in your mind. Mm. Whenever you're thinking, you're all by yourself, you're all alone, and you're thinking, and you have to think, okay, how can I say this in English? Am I able to say that in English? So you can start with adding words and sentences day by day, and yes. that totally changes I remember
0: I remember when I was little and I was always like trying you, because you you keep asking me this question how did you learn English Mm. and uh, apart from uh, how did you learn at, at, uh, at home and I remember one thing I was so curious every word I was looking at either I was driving with my parents and I've seen Uh, billboard with a word on top of that or on the computer or somewhere everywhere I was looking at an English word I was always going to uh, search on the uh, vocabulary because at that time there wasn't Google so easily accessible (laughs) but uh, it seems like so so long ago but uh, seriously I went to to the vocabulary and and searched for it because I was hungry to know how to say that word and what was the meaning of that specific one. So I think that helped me a lot because it builds up and builds up. And then, as you say, like having this, uh, um, giving these gaps as well. Mm -hmm. Like not just necessarily like assume so much because otherwise you, it's like... Mm -hmm. uh, you know you need need some time you get overwhelmed otherwise
1: you need some time also to well uh, to learn yeah to process it you really need some time you cannot do like one week every single day lesson and afterwards I mean you need time because it takes time
0: right Laura you're gonna go to New York now yeah well Well, tell us tell us a little bit about that because New York it's just (laughs) the sound of New York it's so exciting you know uh, I've just read yesterday on, uh, I think it was Forbes, that uh, the bull that we were mentioning yesterday, which is in, uh, in, in New Ball York. Street. Yeah, so that, that's made by a Sicilian uh, wow. artist, and he, uh, that waves 2.1 tons. And he illegally put it in the uh, in Times Square. Really? No, it's yes. not in Times Square. Uh, no, yeah, they moved near. it. They moved it. The, the, okay. They were saying they moved it like not far from there, but he actually placed it in the Times Square first or somewhere near the, the stock stock exchange. Either ways, that was incredible, I didn't know that.
1: Well, the USA are part of my homeland because I've lived over there, I just spent a year over there as an exchange student when I was seventeen and it's like coming back home really because um, my english was was i cannot say anymore is basically american okay um, so every time i come back it's just amazing because everything comes back to my mind it's just oh, all my right God. it's like going back home yeah I see. yeah it's going back home amazing but changes i mean now my homeland is london <laughs>
0: yeah sure. i was about to say that i was about to say that yeah. like how come like i i thought that that was london like because you keep saying that it's london.
1: you know changes right it, i've
0: been you've been more often in london than yeah than absolutely US.
1: much more yes it's much more cheaper to go to london the yeah. U.S. <laughs> yes, you know absolutely <laughs> i go to the u.s every i don't know last time it was nine years ago no eight years ago well i've been there I've been there several times, actually. So, I mean, okay. I know, but I'm not just going to New York. I'm going to Boston, Washington, Philly. And I'm going to have also a quick stop in Istanbul. Wow. So.
0: Just completely out <laughs> of <laughs> yeah. of the picture. We'll <laughs> stay yeah.
1: there a couple of days. <laughs> Amazing.
0: One last so, thing, Laura, I want to ask you. What is the future of education? Or somehow, what do you think that uh, is going to be the... This, this change that can happen in education, and, uh, or maybe like specifically for uh, English teachings?
1: Well, let's say that Italy is ancient, and our way of teaching is ancient, so somehow we have to change it. There's not an universal, um, this, let's say, method to teach English, you have to find yours. Because as teachers are different, also students are. Um, I think that we really have to change altogether with the times uh, and with the new generations uh, because we cannot have the traditional lessons we used to have 40 years ago. And so, well, I don't really know about the changes that are going to be about English teaching, but I can tell you mine. I will always be happy to learn because I told you I cannot say I'm done. And um, also, I'm gonna be happy to read much more about new methodologies. And I also would like to learn from other cultures, from other societies, because you know it's always better to mix and match somehow. Mm. So, not to have a traditional way of teaching, but unconventional
0: is my word. Unconventional. That I
1: prepared that I love. So, I am the unconventional teacher, and yes, absolutely.
0: Yeah, and I think you do a great job, because the oh, successes you. of, uh, of your students, and not just me, of course, no. <laughs> uh, prove that. So, thank you very much okay. for yeah, sharing welcome. all of this. It's, it's always, always a, a pleasure. always a pleasure to spend some time together. <laughs>